Check one, two, check one, two. Miami on the rocks. Casey Chops. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at MIA on the rocks. Follow us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Today's guest got the homie Reezy Renegade in here. How are you, sir? Renegade, 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 dog. Like, first of all, I've known you for a minute, bro. It's got to be over 10 years. Yeah, man. I remember we met, Um, at, we were at your old studio in Broward because you're a Broward boy, right? Yeah. We both Broward. We're in Broward? Miramar. Miramar, okay. Miramar. And, um, I, we were like, uh, I think we're, we're around the same. We were like, eight, like what, 18? Like just out of high school, I think it was? Dude, I was like, at that point, I was 21. I think I was two years. You were 20. Okay, yeah. We, we were both around 21, Um, and I was at your old studio, and it was, I believe it was the um the, like your signing party for when you signed to Khaled, right? Yeah. We the best. Yep, yep. So- Welcome to my hood release party. That's, that's what, what it was. Here. Welcome to my hood release party. And- um. And and yeah, bro, I remember you were there. That's where I met you and and signing to Khaled. You you put that was your first big placement, right? The yep. Welcome to My Hood, DJ Khaled's single. Yep. And we're here, bro. What year was that? That was like 2010? 11. 11. Yeah. And now, bro, fast forward a decade. We're here. You're doing big things, you know? Um yeah, you know. I appreciate you pulling up. How's everything been, bro? We were talking briefly. Um, first of all, for the people that don't know Reezy, he was, you know, part of We the Best and, and, and did a lot of Khaled's older stuff. Now, you know, you got like a Fortnite smash, first of all, bro. <laughs> I remember my little cousin was playing Fortnite and I hear Renegade, Renegade. I'm like, bro, is that Reezy's drop? We gotta talk about that because yeah. everyone thinks that's the name of the record, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we're gonna get to all that. But anyway, so talk to me, bro. You you um Let's go through your story. You're, you're at We the Best, you know, 21 years old. You got that first placement. Yeah. What yeah. are you, well, what's, what's, um, I mean, I just, I mean, going through that, you know, that whole experience, I was just, I feel like I was learning as a producer, learning the game, learning the business, mm -hmm. and, and getting, you know, better as a producer. So, as like producer for Khaled, you know, I took that as like, you know, me, uh, a lot of like, my keys to that open the door for yeah, me. It's like, like learning from Yoda, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and even just the network of people that I know now mm -hmm. comes from just mm. that and extended. So, like, you know, going let's do that. That went from like that went like six years. Mm -hmm. I was in a group, and then during that whole we the best thing we had broke up, but I was still we the best working with Khaled. Ended up mm -hmm. producing about two or three more. Of his singles after that, and um, you know, in my sixth year, I, I just told Callum I'm like, hey, you know, I wanna, mm -hmm. wanna try something else. I wanna spread my wings. I wanna, mm -hmm. you know, I have a lot of ideas. I wanna, I wanna do for myself, like as an, mm -hmm. as not just a producer, as an artist. Like I consider myself as an artist because, like, a lot of my music comes from like visual inspiration mm -hmm. to me, and I feel like, you know. And I feel you could we'll make any edits by the way. I feel like um you know that just molded me as a producer, but you know, fast forward past that, I um you know, got out of that and then I just started, you know, doing I moved to New York. That's interesting you say that, bro, because I um I went through a similar situation. Like when you're under someone that's huge, pause. Yeah. Like you got like like for me, I was under Laz, you know, and he was like DJ Laz was like my mentor. I was around under him for like five years, helping him out, and then it came to a point where it's like, bro, when when am I gonna like move for me? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So mm -hmm. you know that conversation is hard to have, where it's like, bro, you know, I love you, but 
we need to, you know what I mean, part yeah. ways so I could focus on myself. Yeah. And the real ones will understand that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he understood that. He was right. like, he was like, yo, I, he told me, he's like, I already knew that, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to do what you do. So, and like, fast forward through that, moved to New York right after that. What made you want to do that? I mean, it was just something, I just needed something new. Like, the city, like, I was here my whole life and, like, I just wanted mm. to, like, you know, expand my network. And mm-hmm. they say, you know, if, you know, you make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So I go there um, I'm with my friend Cena, who at that time worked for MTV. My friend was like, oh, come up here to New York, you know, come here, I'm gonna take you to MTV and like, you know, I'm gonna just, you know, move you around. So I, mm-hmm. I went up there, just planning to go for one week. Mm-hmm. And then just so much shit started happening. I started going in this mm-hmm. office, doing this, working with this artist, this uh, in this studio this night, and then it just kept going and going. Where I was like, you know what? It's time for me to make that. This move. is where it's at. Yeah, yeah. Stay here. So let me just you know soak up this culture and and, and you know add some what, more. What was one of the first sessions when you went to New York? That you're like, oh shit, okay, this is looking like I gotta stay. Like, I mean, to be real, the very first day I was there. I was in the MTV building, so I was there doing mm. stuff with my boy Cena, like mm-hmm. interviews and stuff. And then, so that was the first big kick. And then, you know, Chinks is my boy, Chinks Drubble, you know, rest in peace. Rest in peace, yeah. 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 So he was up there, he said, yo, come to the studio. So I went to that, that was my first session. I'm in there like, yo, knocked out two joints. And then another, somebody else was in there, yo, come to, come over here with uh, Dave East. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, went over there and then just started doing that. And it's like, I really found like the four or five artists that I really wanted to work with up there. And Mm. I just kept feeding them, feeding them. So, for the, let the people know real quick some of the artists you've worked with Um, Davies, uh, Young Dolph, Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, DJ Khaled, uh, who else? Um, K Camp, uh, Future. Every mm. like literally money bag yo like literally yeah everybody. everybody yeah dope so you're in New York um for five years moving and shaking up there are you enjoying the city like how are you like yeah. in the lifestyle I'm loving the city you know what I'm saying like it's getting to I'm working myself up where I can you know walk in the radio stations walk in here walk in any studio mm-hmm. and like it's renegade it's renegade and like when I when I started noticing that I'm like all right. We in mm-hmm. NYC, we doing it because this is a hard thing to do where you can just, you know, maneuver. Jump right in, yeah, start yeah. moving, like, yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't even just that. It was like I was just pounding it into myself to deliver every time. Like, mm. That's where I wanted to do. I'm like, okay, this is where you're going to prove yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? People are watching out here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm you're not from here. They want to see what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. So, And I just, you know, I did what I did. And then I was just like, after that, like after working and solidifying myself up there, I was like, you know what, it's time to go home. Mm-hmm. How, wait, like, first of all, how was that cold for five years? You were just in there for for five years, like. Oh my gosh, I was there for five years. Three blizzards, one of the worst ones Damn. in the history up there. Yeah. You were staying in Jersey, you said? Yeah, I was in Jersey. I was living okay. in. Okay, so I lived in Harlem for like the first three years. And then the next two years, I lived in Jersey and uh, Edgewater and Inglewood. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dope. Yeah, man. How do you feel about it now? Like, it feels like different. I haven't gone, like, I usually go to New York maybe two, three times a year, but it's like... like, Something just told me, like, you know what? Go back home. Like, and literally six months later, COVID happened. Sheesh. What timing. I don't know if you know New York, but 
Yeah. Like, if you ride in the subway, you're going to get... Like, there's been many times where I take the subway like a couple of times and mm-hmm. just I get sick or something like that. So I knew like if I was still in New York, I would have definitely caught COVID yeah. before they knew what it was or what it was happening. Yeah. It was just shit show so I was crazy you know I was so happy to be down here and be back home and I just as soon as I got here I, I already knew where to go I hit the ground running again facts yeah seems like all my friends bro I had like at least five friends from New York move down here bro everyone's leaving they're coming down here bro all my friends from Jersey live here now it's like it's like we all still together. It's so crazy. Like I, I still got my friends from up there because everybody yeah. just vacated from. What I, bro, I think that it took the pandemic for people to realize like living down here is like paradise, bro. Yeah, we, it's like why would you go up? Why would you want to live? You know, shout out to all my New Yorkers. And and there is things about New York like I do like that grimy feel of the city. You know what I'm saying? Like it it does keep people kind of like on edge all the time, which yeah. is why I think New Yorkers are always on edge and shit. And the feel, nah, just the feel of the city is unmatched in New York. Right, right. I can't say like, you know, I love Miami and I really do feel like it's the best city, but New York has its things that nowhere else will ever have. And you feel what I'm saying? Those vibes and just those visuals that, you know, I used to see on the daily, you can get five five star meal 24 hours a day. Yeah. It's constant energy, (laughs) constant inspiration. Like, yeah, yeah. All over the place. So, you know. You know, that's something I miss about the city, but... Yeah, my boys, my couple friends that are up there still, I'm like, because I usually go up there to DJ a couple times. They're like, bro, don't even come up here, bro. Everyone's coming down here. They're like, yo, you're not missing anything. There's something different in the city right now, especially my friends that live in the BX. They're like, bro, don't get spooky out here right now. Like, it's not even worth it to come out here. All my friends that move here, they're like, yo, what were we thinking? Like, (laughs) how could we live up there this all this time? They're like, how could we live in... Up north, like when they came here, they're just like, damn, damn, like how can we even live up? That's when New York, bro. New Yorkers come <laughs> over here, bro. They see a swimming pool <laughs> and some grass and a palm tree, and bro, they don't know how to act. Right. That's why I had to move the studio. I had my boys from New York come. Uh, they landed. I, I used to stay in Hollywood across from the Hard Rock, kind of like in the hood of my yeah. old apartment doing the podcast. I had some dudes from New York pull up, bro. They pulled up in a um. Uh, one of those spiders. What is it called? The um, yeah, the, um, the slingshots. Slingshot. Doing donuts in my little residential shit. Like the sun is out. I'm like, bro, I'm, I need to move, bro. I'm about to get <laughs> like. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so you're in New York making moves, and um, you come back down. Everyone's down here now, and you catch a hit with you. Uh, you build a relationship with K Camp, right? Yeah. You catch that hit. For the people that don't know, there's there's a song. Um, what is the actual name of the song? Lottery. Lot that there it is lottery. Oh, yeah. I pl- I've been playing that at Brick too. And for the people that don't know, that song blew up from Fortnite. From a right? No, it actually blew up from TikTok. Got you. So I want to say we blew up TikTok. Okay, so well, if anyone who before you explain for anyone who plays Fortnite, which is the biggest game in the world, there, there's a song that always comes on. You're hearing it goes Renegade, Renegade, and it has a super catchy beat. And it's just popular in Fortnite. But Renegade, when you hear that, that's Reezy's drop. So whatever song he produces, he uses that Renegade, Renegade. But people don't understand that. So people thought the song was called Renegade. But yeah, shed some light on that. Yeah. So basically, you know, I mean, I did a song with K Camp. It blew up on TikTok. This is when TikTok was just starting as the name TikTok before it was like musically or something. Oh, like oh yes, yeah, right. And then it went to TikTok and. It was really like one of the first joints to blow up there. They did a dance, the Renegade Challenge. I remember Chico calling me, my manager Chico, he called me like, yo, you seen the Renegade Challenge? Google that. 
and I Googled it, and I just seen a whole bunch of kids dancing, like, to the same dance. I'm like, yo, what is this? Like, so I download TikTok. Millions of videos. Millions. What? How long after the release of the song? Maybe about nine, ten months. Oh, so this is already old, kind of. This record's old. The record was, like, building gradually. Like, it was, st- we, we had already went gold with the record. Oh, so, shit. like, that's why it was, like, crazy that... It kind of, that wasn't even like, that was just the start of the takeoff. After that, it Damn. led to that. It led to Fortnite, to the Taco Bells, to the Champion, to the White House, to to literally everything that somebody uh, could touch in music as far as syncs, as far as anything, it went everywhere. That's like, crazy, bro. What is bro? <laughs> you don't have to tell me an exact number. I'll just like read your facial expression. But for the people listening, dog, what does like a Fortnite Fortnite bag look like, bro? From having a vi- definitely six figures. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say like the because you know that's Fortnite. Yeah, that's the biggest in that's the biggest in the game. They not they not only did not put the song in there. They put the challenge in there. They get I have a skin in there myself that looks like me. Wow. Yeah, there's a toy that of my skin. Wow. And like, this is a lot of things that people don't know. It's just because it's like. And you probably never thought in your life, bro, that you'd be like, you know what I mean? Like, getting a. I still turn on the game, like, and I'm just like, oh my. Renegade, renegade. (laughs) Just hear this ever, bro. And it's the biggest game. That's crazy. It's so crazy. Like, kids under 10 and under. That's what they say. Like, hey, it's the guy from Ren- I mean, the guy from Fortnite. That's, Mom is the guy from Fortnite. That's like, that's what I get that so much. More. So, how does it work? Like, as far as you know, without going too in detail, is it just you just they give you a bag and you just sign the rights to the song and they could do whatever they want with the song, yeah, or is, they don't give you like royalties and like? Nah, they don't. Nobody. Okay. I don't know if you see like be, and when they were first starting and they started putting the dances and stuff in there. There was a lot of like. Copyright issues yeah. and shit. So they fix that, and the way they do that is like you just li- just a regular sync. You license them for a amount of time. Mm. In this case, is forever. Right. And what was the dance you? that ca- um that was going through that the the renegade uh, the, uh, come alive? There was oh uh, yeah. oh uh, nah, you talking about the, um out west? There was another one. What's the one with the dance? And and the oh, would- shoot. They, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. We were, they were talking about, yo, can you copyright a dance? And I'm here like, damn, that's a good question. Like, what what do you think? You think so, you should be able to copyright a dance? Like, if you do something on YouTube, we do a dance that blows up, and a video game steals our dance. So that's like, I feel like it's to the discretion of the company. And now that's how it goes. Like, it can't, you physically right now can't copyright a dance. Right. Like everybody, you can't just say, "Oh, this is my like," because yeah. we all have movements. Yeah, like if I touch my eyebrows into a beat, like yeah yeah, 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 you might accidentally do the dance one day and not even know it. So you can't copy. It's like, fan Michael Jackson had that in the '60s. What are you doing? You know. Yeah. So it's like you like the, I think the company is now has the respect, and they figure like, "Hey, yeah, you know, these are one of a kind dance. This is timeless. This is pop culture. Mm-hmm. You know, we would have to credit and give." You know whatever they have to do just to make it seem like they don't own the dance, but they're gonna do whatever they can to give credit to whoever made. Got the you, dance or as they should. Do. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and then that song has its sound. I feel like I feel like it's hard for like it's one thing to be a producer, have a hit, but it's another thing to like carve out your own sound. So like when you hear a record, you don't even have to hear the drop per se and be like, "Yo, wait, that's a Reezy song or that's a whoever you know vinyl." So whatever it is, but so that sound had a certain type of beat to it with the 808s. Mm. And I see that you channeled that same sound for this new single you dropped, right? With yeah. K-Camp as well. Yeah. Uh, talk about this new single that kind of has, you know, a resemblance of the of the Fortnite song. Yeah, so 
Ballin', which is a record I just dropped with K Kent and Rich mm-hmm. the Kid. And I feel like it, I don't want to say it sounds the same, but if it's a mold, it's something that only me and K Camp can do together. It's right. not really, it's not so, a sound that I filter to everybody or I give to these beats. Got to you. Everybody. So you define that sound with K Camp yeah, because I, you're right. He does have a certain flow and a certain yeah, pocket that yeah. he's in. Exactly. So like I'm not that type of beat. I don't show it to other because I I know he's gonna find it. He knows what it is. He knows how it's supposed to do. Got you. That sound. We made that sound together. Got so you. it's kind of like for. The second single I want to say is Renegade 2. Mm-hmm. It's like, I had to bring K-Cam back on it when it yeah. had to be that sound. Because yeah. that, why not shoot again? Yeah, no, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, the same formula, yeah. like, and it, <laughs> his flow is, it fits that pop pocket of, of that sound, that beat perfectly, bro. Um, So what else is good, bro? Now you come back to Miami, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I see you dabbling. Uh, shout out to Tone and Mike G. We was at Karma. We was in the club. You sent me some records. Um, they sounded good in the club. You sent me a Dembo record, um, which is dope. Um, you come back to Miami. I'm sure you realize, like, yo, the Latin thing over here is huge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is that something you're like, yo, I want a piece of this pie? Like, I want to fuck with it a little I bit? I mean, it's so crazy because it's like, like 90% of my good friends are Colombian or... Puerto Rico. That's me. Puerto yeah, Cuban. that's me too. Yeah. So it's like, and then like they see me, in, see me in the club. They're like, they see Reezy with with a whole bunch of Colombians. Like it's crazy, but these are my real true friends. Like that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And they looking at me like, yo, why not? And they producing these big songs for like the biggest artists, like for Rugo and mm-hmm. all of that. And I'm just like, they're like, yo, why don't we gotta do some stuff? Like mm-hmm. we gotta work together. And I'm like, yeah, let's like. You know, tag team, y'all. I'll mm. Bring you into my world, you know, and we'll bring you into ours. Like it's just yeah, you go and the, you know, you know, coming back here. I actually, you know, after lottery, after the Renegade record, actually signed a label deal with Empire, mm-hmm. and I had my label hits only music entertainment with Chico, with my manager Chico, mm-hmm. and we um, you know. Out here, that's the culture. I already knew where to go with, like, you know, with the, with Dembo and the reggaeton, mm-hmm. like, with these guys. Like, I already knew, like, yo, this is it down here. Like, this mm-hmm. is the place for it. And you've kind of always, since we grew up down here, we've always kind of heard it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we kind of know the sounds and shit. Yeah. You know, we know what moves the crowd. Like, you yeah. know, like when my girl came down here, she was like, "It's very tropical down here." Because in New York, you don't hear nothing. You don't hear nothing like that. You don't hear no. Yeah. You're gonna hear some dembo, of course. Cause yeah, you go uptown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like everything else is like not like here. We it's like the sun's out. The sun's side. out over yeah, here. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So it's like you know that's I have to get into my roots. So and then I got some. I got. Dembo track coming out. I got a dance hall track coming out. Afro beats track coming out. Fire. These are just like these are my roots. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. know me for like doing the hip hop trap, like, yeah. But people here know I could do any pop music. Is like mm-hmm. Latin music, you mm-hmm. know, something that moves the people. I think that's really what it's about for me. Mm-hmm. Is like just the dance aspect. I like to see. My music move move people. people. That's yeah, dope. You say that. that. Yeah, that's dope. So you that's say that's why you hear like all my songs got dance elements in it. Like even mm-hmm. with the new one, balling. It's just like that. It's just that beat that's gonna make you. It's got a bop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you if you don't bounce, like you you have no soul, bro. Like yeah. you know, <laughs> like and and you know, just being from a DJ, um, I like having these conversations with producers. Um, you know, just the climate of music right now, especially hip hop. It's so. 
it doesn't do that. It doesn't move people. And that's why I feel like I feel like it's just so much pain and like so much depression and you know, we we forgot how to have fun. Like let's mm. have fun. Like don't mm. be afraid to to dance. Well, we've, be, but you that's know what I'm saying? Thing, don't be self-conscious. Like we've all we're from down bro. here. We've always danced, bro. Our yeah. music has all about Dade County, Broward County, Palm, the Tri County has always had tempo. There's yeah. always been. We've had the Miami joke. We've had the 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 right, this booty dance in the night. We've had shit that's gonna make you move because we come, we're a Caribbean melting pot. We're gonna move. But when you realize when you go to New York, you go to Philly, you go to Chicago, you go to Boston, you go to these places where it's gray, gloomy, yeah. and cold. Motherfuckers like do not want to. They just want to. Like if you're in the club and you yeah. move, it's like a sign of weakness. Yeah. Cause you always gotta be like on guard, like guarding yourself on alert in New York. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to live like that all the yeah. time, dog. You know I want to let loose and have some fun. I like women, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's just I don't want to be in warrior mode all the time. Over yeah, and that's the thing with you know not just here. Like I'm just want trying to bring that back to, around the board. Like mm -hmm. don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to bust out. Like. You know, and there's a stigma right now with like TikTok and, you know, dances on TikTok. Like, I just feel like TikTok has brought out the most creative years of that you've seen, like millennials and Gen Z. Like, these people, this is the most creativity we've ever seen, ever. Visually. Yeah, but it's bad. <laughs> Ever. I'm like, play devil's advocate, Reezy. It's bad, too, because I saw a poll where it said, like, yo, if you, they, they, they took a poll from, like, everyone from, like, 15 to, like, 25. 80, they're like, yo, what do you want to be when you grow up? 80% of people said, like, influencers TikTok. Oh, on yeah, TikTok. Yeah. I'm like, bro, saying, yo, we can't have a that, country that, full of influencers, no, but we about to get taken over by Russia, dog. <laughs> what, are we going to TikTok ourselves out of that shit? Like, you are <laughs> correct about that, but when I say, like, creativity, I mean, like, the the people, the actual influencers yeah, right. really do it and stick out. These ideas are over the top. And this is like what I feel like agents and, and directors and that with actors and stuff, they were looking for this type of talent. They would go through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of auditions just to mm. find one person where now you could just go on TikTok and say, oh yeah, I like this guy, call him. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It goes like yeah, you it goes like that with music too, bro, and I kind of like it and I kind of don't because it's just more shit I got to it's more bullshit I got to go through to find good quality. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like when I love listening to music, but bro, it's so draining to me now because to find the good shit is is I got to listen to 10 whack songs before I get to one good song. And that is the thing that I feel like is we're building up to and we're working to as like the like this new like viral culture is building up to how we're gonna weed out the good and the bad. We're figuring it out. Not, I mean, like the collective of like influencers are figuring. Are start if you look, they're starting to figure it out. They're starting mm -hmm. to say, okay, well, nah, this actually is kind of whack. You know what I'm saying? Or there's something that's super dope that I heard that I would never, I never thought I would like. Sometimes. Right, you know what I'm saying? right. But then it gets tricky because I feel like in our generation, not to like make date us, but before social media, quality was judged as if it was good, it was of good quality. Yep. If it was bad, if it it was of bad quality. But now to these new kids, whatever is quality is what gets views. Yep. So I could do something of bad quality and look like a clown and jump off my roof. But if it gets millions of views, people are looking at that like that's dope. Yeah. That's not dope. You look like a clown. And that's a great like that's a great um expert. I mean, that's a great idea like what you just said because when I see stuff like that, it's like you could choose what you want to see, 
but it's like where we are, this comes back to me saying like mm -hmm. depression and pain mm -hmm. and like people like seeing pain now and they like seeing like people get hurt. It's negativity. Yeah. I don't know what it is, yeah, bro. I don't, I don't know, know if it's yeah. how humans are just instinctively like cancel culture. They like to cancel it's crazy. People people Censor hurt. people yeah, and yeah, not yeah. like want like it's so easy, bro. Reezy, I could just do a bunch of burps on my microphone. You could put some 808s behind it. We'll go viral with a burp yeah, beat. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But that shit is corny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I can go viral today if I want to go viral. You know what I mean? But yeah. I have, like, a soul or I have, like, integrity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, like, yeah. not do I something. I mean, this is, I mean, to be clear, like, when I put records out, I don't mm -hmm. want to say for TikTok, but when I put it, ha it still has to be quality to me. Right. You know what I'm right, saying? It has right, to be right. Yeah, let's not get that confused. Yeah. Like, if you're yeah. making one of those records, it's not, it's, it falls under not quality. That's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, there's records that might go viral or songs that you might hear little five to 10 second clips of, mm -hmm. but they don't make it past TikTok. Like, mm. records you hear that go viral, like, Savage by like Meg The Stallion and like those little uh, Cardi B mm -hmm. uh, up and mm -hmm. Renegade and stuff like when you those records went to radio crazy records boom right they had big dances right. out west by Travis Scott big big record but right. and it went to radio that's why it could separate the quality because these records actually went viral mm. first but right. And at the end of the day, for someone to make a whole dance to it, it got to be of substance if yeah. everyone wants to dance to it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And not only that, the same dance. Everybody doing the same yeah. exact dance. You know? Yo, girls are doing TikTok <laughs> dances in the club now, Reezy. I can't. I was talking to some girl. I went on a date, and she told me she showed me her IG, and she had like some TikTok videos. I'm like, nah, man. It was a deal breaker for me, bro. <laughs> Chico, you could date a TikTok dancer? Be real. Nah, you see what I'm saying? Like, It's tough out here, bro. These chicks want to, you know? Be TikTok dancing. Make a TikTok. Yeah. You know? Yo. But um, but yeah, man. So what's good? You 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 gonna buy a crib in the metaverse? Oh man, I've been in the metaverse for about a year now. All my friends could tell you, like, I yeah. I haven't bought a, like any land there yet, but <laughs> I love I'm in that joint. I'm in the Oculus, man. Yo, so, I'm in that joint. For real, so yo, someone paid four hundred thousand to live next door to Snoop Dogg in the metaverse. Yeah, I seen that. What a time, bro. And I seen these 13 and 14 year old kids making $80,000 by just making plots. That's not good, bro. <laughs> Yo, that's not good because I'm going to tell you why, bro. Before, if you wanted to make bread, you had to go through a lot of bullshit. For example, for you. To get to where you're at now, successfully, financially, you know how much heartbreak and bullshit you had to go to? Yeah. Money just amplifies you, right? Yeah. So, so your journey is what made your built your character mm -hmm. and then your money amplified your character you know what i'm saying yeah. all the trials and tribulations you went to these kids are hitting crypto licks these geeks these dweebs are hitting licks and they're getting money now they're just like super dweebs with money you know what i'm yeah. saying and they're not going through any life trials and tribulations you just made a hundred thousand dollars like clicking a couple buttons like i have a couple super like young friends like they're like 20 21 and the reason why I know them because they go out with me and mm -hmm. party with me. And these kids came out of high school rich, not from their parents' money, because every time their parents would give them $20 for lunch, they would, oh, let me buy a Bitcoin when it was 44 cents. Ooh, damn, for real? Yes. Oh, then I give them props for that. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give them props for that. They were on the crypto, like, Okay. When you know there's nothing else to buy with your money at that age, like you're like, mm. okay, let me go buy some coins yeah. or something. And yeah. guess what? Now, yeah, these kids had like hundred and to two hundred coins when it's forty four thousand dollars. You do the math. Crazy, bro. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 21 driving Lambos and not even have they don't even have to think about the stuff I had to think about. That's but you have to you have to put it like this. Like even our parents, mm-hmm. it's the same way we just said it. Like they're like, these kids don't gotta work for it. Like we they like we had a little bit less than they did mm-hmm. in their generation before it. So mm-hmm. this jump, it feels like that to us, but it's I think mm. it's the same type of thing. We just have to learn to adapt. And their kids will do something right. that's crazy that's gonna make them Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. We what just have, um are you what other as far as investments outside of music, anything else you're doing on the side besides um, when you're not in the studio? Um yeah, I mean I'm big in crypto. Super big. Okay. Like I sold all my <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, I sold everything, bro. I mean I, I hit a I had a cool little lick, but I sold everything, bro. Like you, you got to hold, man. You got to be... I mean, it's not... It's, sold it's my a Cardona, long game. Nah. Yeah. I mean, that's a stable coin, so you could always buy back in with the Cardona. Yeah, but it's uh, been... Like, is that the... I don't know, bro. But, I mean, I caught the Dogecoin wave. I caught that, too. I caught that, too. I, I got to pay my taxes on it this year, though. I'm kind of tight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Capital yeah. gains taxes and shit yeah, killing yeah. me. That shit is crazy. Come bro. on, Biden. Uh, But, yeah. I mean, that's pretty... I mean, I'm in the virtual... Like, anything tech... Virtual, like even with just like even from Fortnite, like I'm doing trying to do more games now. Mm-hmm. I want to be how does that change the way you make music now? Because it, do, it doesn't, it doesn't right? Because they want what we already make, got you. You know what I mean? So, you, if you're making a song, like you're now, they used to have them like when Super Mario Brothers they made a song just for Super Mario, now mm-hmm. they want a like licensing, music. shit. yeah, like yeah. you know. So, you oh. know, not only just that. Like I said, the crypto stuff, NFTs. I was on a Tory Lanez NFT that grossed over a million dollars, which was a crazy thing. I like, saw that. The craziest I, my thing friend, that I've ever like. You know Eric? Eric who? Mim's old manager. Like he was a big oh, yeah. part of that. Yeah, I know Eric. Yeah, I, I know had him Eric. on here. He's a crypto guy. You know, he was, he's my Bitcoin expert, and he was telling me about he was about to do that project with Tory Lanez before it happened. Yeah. He was putting Tory Lanez onto the NFT shit and. Yeah, fast forward, it should made over a mil. Yeah, I mean, Crazy. literally in what a minute, and it was like the way it worked was more money than any record, any streaming. How you feel about that? <laughs> you see Kanye, Kanye doing his his new album. Um, off, he's not putting on the DSPs, right? Stream player or some shit. He's trying stem, to get it. The stem, stem player, player, and yeah. then the way I think, you know, I think it's genius. So, cause look, put it like this: like when we first had the iPhone, iPhone one. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, I heard my girl, her brother was like telling her, "I told you when the iPhone first iPhone was coming out." And she said, "What are we gonna need that for? What does everybody need all that for?" Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and it's just like um, that's the same thing with the stem player. You got to put that in perspective. Now everybody needs it. Now everybody's gonna use it. The stem player, I think, is dope. Because what is the stem player? You could separate the stems of the song on the thing, so you could lower the volume of the vocals and just the drums playing. Take the drums out, just. To- but this is for the regular person that just wants to listen to the album, right? Yeah, but I mean, I feel like it's just. So it's an app that allows you to just listen to the it's music. Not a- it's an actual like thing that has like four tracks on it, and it's, it's not like- an app for the phone. It's something you have to like buy, like a tangible it's a physical thing. Physical device. Oh. Physical device is like a circle and it has four tracks and then vocals, drums, and like and then it splits a bass, whatever. And then you could take it out, put it back in, or listen to the whole thing. I guess now I didn't well, I guess even... that changes the experience to where the consumer can listen to music, right? I guess if you just if the consumer's like, I just want to hear the acapella with the Yeah. That's kinda 
I mean, producerish is kind of cool. Yeah, that's what I think it is. I think it is producerish, but it's like more of like teaching people to be that regular where you know, hey, I, if I don't want to hear the vocals right now, I could take it out. Yeah, I just want to hear the beat, and you know, it's not. That's cool. It's not a crazy. I feel like it's not like a crazy sale. Like it's not. He sold thirty five thousand of them. How much is it for one? Two hundred dollars. Oh shh, two hundred dollars for that shit. Yeah. So you gotta think that's a start. Two million dollars yeah. or whatever he made from that. That's crazy. Like yeah. I mean, I th- I do like the idea of music being tangible again. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like yeah, it gotta yeah. be something that to have CDs and all that. Rip the plastic have, off. Yeah. Look at the book. Like you know what I mean? Now I, I used to have all my CDs used to be perfect, and like now it's just like you know well, what am I gonna listen to? Let's go to random skip on Apple Music. Like now. yo, the the album you've been waiting for for the whole year drops. Now you just go on your phone and press a button, and it's there, yeah. and you can listen to it whenever. And now the next shit is gonna come the next day, and music gets old too quick. I was That's, I always say it's like fast food, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like That's it's not. It and and because the cycle goes so quick with with, so, with social media and with um the DSPs that I feel like people are making just fast food music just put it out get it out let it go up yeah let's I don't go know to the next shit get it up like, go to the next shit like it's not guard like it's not like prime one twelve it's not like make champagne stop like, making artists are doing schemes right now that are just like I don't want to say schemes it's not but they're making songs shorter they're making songs loop perfectly or album so, or yeah, albums longer or short so they can maximize do, yeah, it yeah the streaming and stuff like that and that's cool to do but you're it's like you're sacrificing the the music the quality, exactly, yeah. the quality of the music you're sacrificing the quality of the music because like you're just thinking like how many streams I can get. You're now, thinking too business. Is, yeah, that kills yeah. the creativity. When yeah. you're thinking when you're putting when you're thinking about money, when you're trying to do art, that's a cancer to the art, bro. Like, you know. I remember they used to like like when I first the standard for a song was two fifty five, two minutes and fifty five seconds. Try to find a song that's two minutes and fifty five seconds right now. Most of the yeah. songs is one thirty to one forty five. Hook verse hook and we out. <laughs> yeah. That's like, yeah. bro, what a time. Drake is probably the only person that still does songs that are yeah that. But everything else that I've been hearing is quick in and out. You feel what I'm saying? A DJ's got to do ten times or more work because you play yeah. a minute song. But then you think of it the other way, where it's like nobody feels like they're getting the money they deserve for each stream. Like, what is a stream worth, right? Bro, yeah. so we about to give you four minutes of content when we could give you a minute thirty, and you're gonna give us the same bag. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I get, I kind of get why people are trying to finesse it a little bit because we are artists are getting shortchanged. You know? Yeah, nah, for sure. That's the only thing we got to get right, which I think is gonna be right this next time around, where we're gonna get a lot more of the percentage. I know that's coming up now, where you know they're about to de- Congress about to decide. On the percentage now, again. really? Yeah, so they're projecting it to be a crazier number than it really? ever was for write songwriters and producers. So, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I, I mean, I don't like to say. I mean, a lot of songwriters, I know they're hurting, and I know that it it, it sucks. But you know, it's I can't lie. Like before that, I wasn't. I guess just growing up in this age, like. It didn't feel that that bad to me, but I guess we are getting like when you really look at it, we're Cause, getting, yo, because that's <laughs> right. Because yo, your your career kind of like f- f- flirts and sits in the middle of like you were putting records out before DSPs were popping, yeah. And you know you're in your prime, and now you're putting out records that are on the DSPs. So like you kind of had both vibes. So you're saying 
you can have you can compare both vibes and say that you kind of like the streaming like it served you fine like it yeah. didn't yeah yeah and i you know we could always use more money but at this same time like if you look at back in the day there was no way for a songwriter to know how much they made on mm. an album now you actually know it's recorded and you make money but before like that's why i'm saying like i know what it was before where it was like hard for them to keep track of of uh, royalties for producers because mm-hmm. just everything was just like hand to paper. Mm-hmm. And now everything's just so digital. It's like, I could look and see what I made in one day. That's crazy. Where I could never do that before. Yeah. I could see exactly how much money I made from every stream, from every song that I produced. <sighs> and, one and it's day. on one platform for me to see. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, yeah, we could always use a lot more money, but it was a lot worse. Before. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was more, bu- there was more bullshit in, yeah. in politics you had to go through. Yeah. Um, Reezy, plug your social media for everybody, bro. So, yeah. yo, everybody, follow me at Reezy Renegade, R E A Z Y Renegade on all platforms. And okay, so what's the plan now, bro? You about to put this record out? How how you rolling out the content? What's What's the play? Now I'm putting it out. It's, it's, it's going crazy. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. We're going to put out the video mm-hmm. in the next few weeks. It's going to be crazy and we're just going to go when up. When do you put on, are you going to start putting out records under your name? Like when does it, are you going to try to like work so this these, record for a little bit and then come out with maybe something in the summer or what is? Yeah. So okay. this all 2022 is nonstop. You know Talk what I'm about saying? It. I got records ready for the whole year with. The same caliber of artists. Can you name some artists that you got in the top? Um, the next joint I got, it got a big dance hall artist. Got I'm gonna just say it got Cranium on it. Talk about it. And then, um, you know, I got a couple little Dirk records, and it's just we gonna go crazy. Like it's a lot of stuff. Like where I'm just gonna, you know, Mm -hmm. have fun with it. Keep putting out this stuff and gradually build, build, build my. My, my fan base and build everything and show like you know this is a different like a different type of producer this is a different artist this is the new artist like mm-hmm. you got to be able to do it all like mm-hmm. produce then go put the record together get this feature get this shoot the video all mm-hmm. that stuff that's a producer like you mm-hmm. got to really put this stuff together and I feel like that deserves as much shine as the artist because it's just so much work mm-hmm. that we do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why I want to just put this as like the new producer. Like we got to do it all for it. For it to do what you really want it to do, mm-hmm. you got to do it. You got to do it yourself. Yeah, you're the whole label. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, know? you know what I'm saying? You got to control everything. And that's like, a fact. And that's how I am. Like I want to, I really want to like just change like, and not even like on no Kanye stuff because he just did it a whole different way. But this is like really focusing like on the producer role not being the background right that's really what it is it's the we're not the back we whoever said that like yeah. i want to know who made that that it was like oh producers is the background like we never said that it was just kind yeah. of a thing that happened yeah you, you know, know who changed that was like the edm guys in europe they were like yo hold on the, the beat is what makes this song yeah. just pull up i'll pay you a bag i just need your vocals come through for an hour ladies vocals and you can leave yep. like you know and we're gonna handle everything and it's true the producers are the 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 brain of most of the record, you know. Yeah, I mean, so that's. And now I'm you can put anyone on auto tune, so it's like, like, what are we talking about? Yeah, like, you yeah. know, like producers could. Uh, do you have any aspirations to do that? Like, do vocals on, on records? Yeah, or? I got some stuff. Like, 
I'm actually working on this little. I don't want to say. Yeah, you know. Yet, we, but I'm working on some with another big artist that I'm actually on the songs. My vocals is on the songs, so like I could rap, I could sing. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I'm gradually gonna go into that. Got I'm you. Not, not like forcing yeah. down people's throat because I want it to be handled well. Right. And the way to do that is to just keep working, throwing Glad out you. records, and let people get used to Breezy. You know what I'm saying? Let there people get used to Renegade and say, oh, shit. Then they're going to be like, oh, damn, he could do that too? Yeah. That's what I'm, you know. Oh, bro. Well, let's get it. You're back in Miami. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy you're working, happy you're moving. It's been a minute since I saw you and Chico, you guys together. You guys have been in the studio working, right? Yeah. And there it is. Miami on the rocks. Reezy Renegade. I appreciate you, bro. Brother. Bam. Yeah.